Step 9. Amends. Week 1, Day 2. Understand Amends. The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help me to understand amends. Amends is the second stage of the peacemaking process. Forgiveness, amends, and reconciliation. When your sin has damaged a relationship. Forgive is defined as to grant pardon for an offense, absolve, to give up all claim on account of a debt or obligation, to give up resentment against another. Amends is defined as reparation or payment for a loss, damage, or injury of any kind, to pay back. Reconcile is defined as to restore to friendship or harmony, settle, resolve, bring to agreement to make consistent or conform to requirements of a situation. You have learned that forgiveness, stage one of the peacemaking process, is a transaction between you and God alone, by which you transfer to God the debt of sin you have suffered from others. If you forgive someone for sin against you, that person is now in God's hands for judgment and must face God's justice for that sin against you, either through Christ's blood or God's vengeance. Often, it is right for your offender to face earthly justice for sin too. But even if that never happens, you have accepted that God's vengeance for sin is enough to satisfy the debt you are owed. Forgiveness requires no action or change of direction in regards to you from the one who harms you. That person must face God. Making amends, like forgiveness, is a one-way transaction. It is a personal effort to pursue peace with others by taking responsibility for your sin attempting to repair your sin's damage to open the door of reconciliation. Biblical amends makes no excuses for sin and carries no expectations from others, even if your offense is a very small part of a conflict with someone. Unresolved sin can cloud judgment. It affects our thoughts and feelings about those we have sinned against. It also affects how we view ourselves, God, and the world. Making amends helps us to see clearly so that we can respond truthfully and lovingly toward others. God commands you to handle conflict and seek peace with others by dealing with your part of any conflict first. When you honestly address your own sin without excuse, you will see clearly to address another's sin. In Matthew 7 verse 2 to 5, Jesus said, For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, Let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite! First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Take time to answer this question now. Question 1. Describe a time when your judgment of someone else was affected because of your own unresolved sin. Like forgiveness, misunderstandings about making amends can hinder us from following through on step 9. Listen to the following clarifying statements about making amends. Making amends is not taking all responsibility for a conflict. It is taking all responsibility for your sin in the conflict. Making amends is not excusing someone else's sin. Just as your sin is not justified by someone's sin against you, neither is someone's sin against you justified. There is no excuse for sin. Making amends is not denying your hurt or stuffing your anger. 
You should be hurt and angered by sin. God is. Christ suffered sin's penalty. Making amends is honestly dealing with your sin's damage so that you can see clearly to address all sin biblically. Making amends should not be avoided just because someone is unaware of your sin. Hidden sin harms relationships. If someone is unaware of your sin, it does not mean that they are unharmed by it. Revealing your sin to those you have sinned against uncovers damage which already exists. God wants you to bring sin to light to put it to death. He wants you to live free of sin's power. Making amends does not free you from all consequences. It is trusting God to face potential consequences and accepting appropriate consequences for your sin. It is exposing your sin to those you have harmed to repair sin's damage and live in freedom despite consequences. Making amends is not reconciliation. Reconciliation is when both parties deal with their sins and agree that accounts are settled. Making amends is doing your part to repair your own side of a relationship, regardless of whether or not the other person deals with his or her sin. Making amends is not confronting another's sin against you. This happens with reconciliation. You can forgive someone and make amends for your sin, yet remain unreconciled because the other person is unwilling to deal with his or her own sin. Hebrews 12 verse 14 says, Strive for peace with everyone, and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Ephesians 4 verse 25 to 27 says, Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and give no opportunity to the devil. Ephesians 5 verse 8 to 11 says, For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. Answer this question. Question 2. How does this list clarify your understanding of biblical amends? It is one thing to confess your sins to yourself, God, and someone you trust. Step 5. Confess. It is quite another to make amends with those you have harmed and then face the consequences of your sin. For many, however, step 9 can be the most freeing step of regeneration. Many of us spend our lives hiding sin trying to avoid sin's consequences. Sin continues to trap us because we fear discovery, or we are unwilling to suffer the consequences of our sin. We settle for inauthentic, distant relationships. Our sin dictates how we manage life and relationships because we do not trust that God will be enough if we obey Him to live in truth. Living in the truth, however, frees us from sin's power. In Luke 9, verse 23 to 25, Jesus said, And he said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? Imagine a life where nothing is hidden. You do not have to worry about being discovered. You do not have to manage sin or avoid its consequences. 
you do not have to worry about running into certain people because you have done all you can to correct your wrongs. You owe nothing to anyone except love. You know who forgives you. You know who loves you despite your sin. You are free to be fully known and fully loved. Making amends frees you from sin's power. Freedom requires that you die to a life of sin management to follow Christ. Making amends is a decision to sacrificially obey God, love others, and live in truth. The truth will set you free. John 8 verse 31 to 32 says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Answer this question. Question 3. Do you believe that being honest about your sin and doing your part to make amends for sin will free you from sin's power? Explain. Step 9 will not be completed in a few weeks. This step will require ongoing attention, prayer, and counsel. Everyone's amends process will look different because damages and consequences for sin vary. Some people you have hurt will be unavailable or unwilling to meet. In some cases, you may have to wait to make direct amends because your efforts could endanger people. There may even be others for whom it is not possible to make direct amends. The lessons over the next three weeks will address how to identify, plan, and begin your amends process, even for your most difficult situations. Remember through this step that God loves you. He is good. God wants to set you free. You can trust Him to make straight your path. Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. Now it's time to take action. Write a closing prayer. Ask God to reveal His will and give you courage to follow it, even if it leads you in a direction you do not want to go.